Welcome to the Witchy Work Wishes podcast, a place to find your weekly inspiration for bringing your personal witchcraft practice into your business, work, and office. Welcome back to Witchy Work Wishes. I am your host, Charlene, and today we are picking up right where we left off with Justin last week on our topic about Norse paganism. I did my best to break up the recording. We had a little over 45 minutes last week, and we have about an hour this week. So I want to say thank you to my listeners. Both of these episodes go well past my 30-minute podcast goal slot. Um, I do try to make this podcast for the working person who can probably get an episode in before or after work, but there have been a handful of topics with amazing guests that go well over the slated minutes. And talking with Justin was no exception. I could have talked with him for hours. So I do appreciate you coming back for part two of my taping with him. Now, normally I do pull three things I did over the weekend to help with my own personal practice. And of course, talk about the beautiful moon and where she is guiding us uh, this week. But we're going to jump right into today's episode so I can get it all in. I do have a quick uh, ad insert, and then we are back with Justin and more on Norse paganism. Yes, and like every time I tell it, I get goosebumps. Right. And, you know, now I'm in the process of working with the chaplain's office here at Fort Polk. Yeah. Uh, newly named Fort Johnson. Okay. As a designated faith group leader for Norse pagans and pagans. That is huge. So I'm pro- we're projected to start everything in August. That's around the corner. That's like three weeks yes. away. Yes, I I am making a whole leather book oh, specifically my for my stuff to do on post. Yeah. And it's so crazy to think that just five years ago, I know, I, know. I was singing in a choir on a, in a Pentecostal church, and here I am. Again, you know, I, I'm really big on letting things kind of happen organically, whether you're paying attention to the the nudges and the and the the gentle reminders that you know you're getting but things happen when they're supposed to happen and for whatever reason this is you were you're just right where you're supposed to be like it's it was i love it's, everything about that yes it's really awesome because my wife has always said you know everything happens for a reason yep and um you know the the norns which are the weavers the weavers of fate in norse mythology what are they called the Norns. The Norns. They're, okay. Think about in Hercules when the the old hags are around the pot, mm-hmm. and they see people. That's basically what the Norns are. They're the weavers of fate. Oh, okay. Yeah, like the the Norns weaved fate just so ironically for this for me to be here. But don't you think like you had like the other stuff had to happen for you to have the power and enthusiasm and drive that you have right now like all that it all had to happen oh it, most definitely and you know if anyone is in the broom closet and they think that you know oh yeah. i'm stuck in this super conservative christian household right like i'm never going to get away from it i i'm proof right here <laughs> that like you can definitely get away from it 
I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And you just, your time, like when it's supposed to happen, it will. It just will. Yes, exactly. Oh, you have a lot coming up then. Oh my gosh. Yes. my The next six months are going to be insane. Um, I bet. I've got to plan rituals for Lunasa, Mavon, Samhain, Yule, uh, along with trying to plan something like for a weekly get together. Oh my gosh. <laughs> And you have twins, and you have a and a three year old. <laughs> yes. And a family, and a wife, and a, and a job. Yeah. Yeah, a very oh. hectic job that is. Sounds um, like it. Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, which would be, you know, I, I think this is a good point to bring up, like how we you can incorporate Norse paganism into your everyday life at work. So, what I do is, is I'm the guy who rides on the back of a garbage truck. Mm-hmm. and picks up your garbage there's not a day that goes by that i don't draw the rado rune which is a which looks like an r okay on my truck just even on. figuratively or literally i literally you draw literally. it on the truck okay okay with like because it's covered in dirt most of the time so that <laughs> rune is always on all the all the trucks i'm on i <laughs> um, that is amazing because rado it's like your tiger's eye for the runes. It is okay. your travel rune. Think of like radio waves. Right. So, so and, then, and you start off with that, like before we get going, this is on the truck before we even. Yes. Like, okay. Yeah. Like, you know, we get to route, I get out. That rune is drawn on the truck um, along with a algae's, which is like, it's the Y with the mm-hmm. line in the middle. Those, those two runes I put together to, to make a bind rune. And that mm-hmm. goes on all my trucks. Because you don't have necessarily the same truck every time. So you have to create your own space and energy for each truck that you are in. Yes. Um, a lot of times I'm on the same truck mm-hmm. over and over again, but it's still just the principle that like when I get on that truck, that it's drawn. Not to be covered up with dirt in 45 minutes, but <laughs> but it's there. I it know matter. that the magic That's right. and the intention of me having a safe ride is on that truck. And it's in my personal space where I hold onto the truck. You know, and not to not to go off on a rabbit hole on this one, but I know a lot of times with other topics for the podcast, you know, if, if you are in the broom closet or, you know, you're going into a situation where you can't be maybe super obvious with things, taking a rollerball of cologne or perfume or essential oils or whatever, you know, whatever you do and putting that image on your own body, is that something you, you practice as well or no, it's more for the, the physical items that you're using? I will draw them on my body. I'm open about it. Everyone at my job knows about it. Mm-hmm. I will yell this from the rooftop. <laughs> my and go. my thought my thought is is if I could do it when I was a Christian, and everyone accepted it, I can do it now. And if they don't like it, that's their problem, not mine. But I mean, if you are in the room closet and you know right. you don't want to walk around with a rune on you, or your right. pants, you're like, oh, well, what's that? Right. You can. Definitely use a rollerball mm-hmm. and draw the runes um, that you feel called that you need to. that energy for the yeah. day or something. I'm yes. wondering if your coworkers like. Do you have the same guy that you're always with? If or no, does that? Uh, sometimes. Like, uh, I've got one driver and another ground hand that I work with, so there'll be two of us in the back of the truck just because the yeah. route's really heavy. Um, like, I'm wondering she, if they feel more protected when they are with you because of. The energy they know you have. 
yes um the that specific truck they know that when i'm on the back of it that like i'm the big woo woo guy and they're like <laughs> the non the driver's like not religious at all and right. the other ground hand is super interested in noise paganism Ooh. and we and we talked about this all the time he's like why do you do this you know oh i was reading xyz can you explain if this is true or not or like what's the mm-hmm. where's that silver lining that i'm that they're leaving out or that i'm missing sure and i've had believe it or not like quite a few coworkers come up and like talk to me about this and i think it's because i'm so open and i'm so vocal about it that does give somebody a lot of courage if they are in the broom closet or whatever type of closet they're talking about for the for the religious beliefs and just knowing that somebody one is willing to talk about it without judgment that's a huge mm-hmm. door opening. Yes. And I, I try to be that. Um, we've got another guy who's really quiet and he's like deconstructioning from Christianity. And mm. everyone's like, how do you get him to talk to you? And I'm like, I'm just good. <laughs> because he, he will it's not talk me. to it. Yeah, it's just me. I, it's I, just I'm me. just good like that. And, and But for real though, he will not talk to anybody else other than like, hey we've got a pile of stuff coming up right he feels feels safe around you and it's okay you've created that environment then yeah and so like for lunasa what i'm planning for work i think it's on a work day this year um if it is what i'll do is like over the weekend i'll bake a bunch of bread and -hmm. i'll bring it to work so that is actually one area i'm really big on um i love cooking for my office and and bringing Mm -hmm. stuff in and i can put my own intentions into it. So I think that is a great way to bridge anything with your own personal practice and then bringing stuff into your coworkers. Oh yeah, most definitely. And uh, it, if you, you know, want to wear a rune or you want to wear or mm-hmm. bring in the Norse stuff, just be like, oh, I watched the Vikings TV show the other day and I thought it was really cool. Exactly. Yes. And just blame it on Vikings. That's right. <laughs> Okay, so I have to ask, how accurate do you think that was? That that was the History Channel that put the Vikings on, right? Wasn't it? I, yes, yeah, yeah, yes. Um, so Ragnar Lothbrook, it was not a real person. What? He was a person, yes. Uh, well, we don't know if he was or not. You're bursting uh, my bubble here. Please don't say this to me. I have a uh, cat so named sorry. Ragnar Lothbrook. <laughs> I really hate to tell you. I'm so sorry. He was not a real person. Um, he was like, we would believe that he was the the name Ragnar Lothbrook was used over multiple stories. No, no. <laughs> but we do know that Ivar the Boneless was yep. a real person. Yeah. Uh, King Harold Finehair was a real person. Okay. Uh, Rolo was a real person. Actually, my family tree goes back to the, the Rolos in France. <gasps> Are you kidding? Yeah, like we're like third cousins from the family that he's in. Oh my gosh. Yes. And that's what's hard. I, I know I did. Um, I talked about the genealogy stuff with my mom and all the, it took so much effort to go back that far. And we're so close because she can get my line only because things stop getting documented. You know, you get too mm-hmm. far back. So um, we're right around, I think we're like 400 years off from, from where the Vikings were. But mm-hmm. what are you going to base it off of? There's not, you know, the, yeah. church, the church documented things. But the, you know, the pagans didn't. Exactly. Or what was documented by the pagans, the church destroyed. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is why you have people like Snor- Snorri Storlson, I think is his name, mm-hmm. um, 
who, you know, all of his stuff is very Christian that, that we read that's Norse mythology based mm-hmm. is very uh, Christian skewed. Right. So, the, so um, again, when you're talking about reading stuff, that would be your grain of salt. Take it with yeah. a grain of salt. Yeah. Um, what was that other um, series with Uhtred? Uhtred, son of Uhtred? Um, the Last Kingdom. The Last Kingdom. Did you watch that I one? Have, I did not. I okay. started to. I just had other things going on. Okay. Oh, really? I, I think, I, yeah, yeah, right? Uh, I, th- I think we were watching like Chicago Fire. Those are Sh- yeah. Chicago Fire and Med and PD yeah. all together. And so like, I was like, oh yeah, we're just not, I'm just going to leave this Netflix stuff and come over here to Peacock and start watching this. <laughs> well, I loved it. It's, um, it's a great bridge of the main character, uh, Uhtred, son of Uhtred, is how he bridges the North, you know, the pagan, the pagan life and the, the Christianity life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, if you watch on, on Netflix, they have uh, Vikings Valhalla. Yeah. very if that's a continuation of vikings from the history channel yes um that is a little bit more historically accurate because that's when stuff was getting a little bit more documented oh. um, yes also okay. for everyone else out there who mm-hmm. thinks that christopher columbus was the one who came to america first the vikings did it oh clearly yeah there's by, completely by accident but they did the, the norse people were here first I think that has to be for the United States one of our most or longest running jokes is is Columbus Day. Yeah. Oh, I. It just, I, it just has I, to be. <laughs> I hate Columbus Day. Um, but don't you find more and more people are like, wait, what are we doing? What What is today? What What are we doing again? Like, we know this yeah, is yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's like, yeah. Um. Someone needs to we? fix this in in the <laughs> schools. I know. Oh my gosh. Um, um okay so i know we got off topic there what okay i was going to ask you specifically so for for runes did you and we'll just do a quick hit on it did you did you buy your first set or did you make your first set and work with it like from scratch so i made my first rune set you did okay and uh, actually my only rune set I, this was one that i made oh yes that seems, that seems intimidating it it was um yeah. because <laughs> I am one of the people, those people who like just dive headfirst into things. Mm-hmm. I don't like, you know, baby stepping. It's like, oh, hey, look, here's a cliff. I'm going to jump off into this <laughs> and see what happens. I um, tell my name on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, parachute wear? I don't think so. Um, but oh. I made my first rune set. It really helped me learn the runes. And oh, what I did was I, I took almost a full year to after I made the set, I made it. And then my wife, who's very crafty, like I am, uh, mm-hmm. was, cr- was crocheting. She crocheted me a little pouch that I could put my runes in and where to work. Oh, I love that. And so I took one rune for one week. I wore th- that one rune. I kept that one rune on me at all times. Mm-hmm. And I focused really heavily on what that rune meant and the energy of that specific rune. And I did that twice in a year just to make sure because i wanted yeah yeah, because i wanted the runes tattooed on me but there's such old heavy folk magic involved in it Mm -hmm. and i did not want that in my life without knowing it knowing what they were that's smart so i did that and then i got the elder futhark tattooed 
actually mm-hmm. like i'll have to send you show you a picture of it but yeah. it's my victor's here the mjolnir and then the first half of the elder food arc on one side of it and Ooh. the second half on the other side so it outlines those two big oh, images that would be nice so yeah. with the with the runes can i ask is that did you get into the norse history first and you know like paganism in general and and then the runes came next or yes start, okay yeah you, you need yeah. to know your stuff yeah, I wanted to know who the gods were, what they were about, mm-hmm. you know, who I connected with. You know, another thing that, you know, the Norse have, heavily focus on are like the land vatir, which are the spirits of the land. Mm-hmm. Like I've got a blueberry bush outside and I refuse to pick the berries off of it because we've only lived in this house a couple, uh, like seven or eight months now. Mm-hmm. And my kid wants to pick the berries and I'm like, no, but we'll just leave them for now. And my wife's like, why don't you just pick them? And I'm like, because I don't have a relationship with this blueberry bush yet or the fig tree or the blackberry vines, the blackberry vines that are across, that are across the street. I don't want to just take from, from these without knowing what they can offer back. You know, like, what can I give these plants? How can I help them grow? Right. Now, do fae and fairies play a part with paganism and Norse? The Norse history or no? I I think so. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially if you're Um, talking about, you know, not the dwarves, but, you know, what am I saying? I just lost the giants. The giants. Yeah. Thank you. The the Jotuns. So, actually, Scotty, who's the goddess of winter and hunting, um, she is technically a Jotun who married, yes, who married Nord. uh, Freya's dad. Yes. Say her name again. Who is the mom? Scotty. But is that her mom or not Freya's mom? Yeah. No, uh, I don't remember who they said was Freya's mom. Okay. It's but, okay, so, so Scotty much, married so much. Nord. Okay. Yes. Uh, she thought that she was married. Again, this is all when you read. Uh, yeah. You'll, uh, it unfolds it all. So if, if, I'm, if what I say is a little off, it's probably because I haven't read the, the books in like four years. That's okay. Or, or we should say spoiler alert. This is who. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. The spoilers here. Yeah. Um, yeah so she, if yeah. my if my memory recalls correctly, mm-hmm. uh, Scotty, the, there was a treaty, and Scotty wanted to marry someone, and she had to do it by looking at someone's feet, Ooh. and she chose the most prettiest feet, and it was Nord. Oh, I may be mixing two stories up. Yeah. But that's that's definitely in there. Um, okay. So she was kind of tricked into marriage. Yeah. And then, you know, we have Loki. Loki is technically a Jotun also. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. Okay. Yes. Also, for those of you who are, you know, in the, I think it's LGBTQ plus, I'll say mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Loki is your man. Loki is your person because That's Loki is, in the stories, turned himself into a mare um, to trick this dwarfs giant horse and to stop building the wall around Valhalla and got impregnated with Sleipnir. Really? Yes. Loki. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Loki. Um, uh, also, the goddess Hell is contrary to the movies, uh, Hell is his daughter. Loki's daughter? Yes. Okay. She And she is the goddess of Hell, or Helheim. Uh, and of course, you know, I had already st- said that Fenrir is his son, mm-hmm. and I think he has one more child, but I can't remember who it is. So, fae and fairies, definitely in the world of the giants. Oh yeah, um, definitely. Are gnomes or 
pixies or anything part of the Norse world? I would say they're all, that's all in one. Yeah. With the Fae. Um, right. Okay. But, would this be a good time to try to do like specific um, paganism and Norse stuff for the office? Or is there yeah. something else like really that we should tie? Like, don't forget to say this um, in general. I will say this. Um, mm-hmm. If you are one who wants to get into the runes, mm-hmm. take your time. Do not rush. Like I said before, they are old. It's old folk magic. Mm-hmm. And it's not like tarot where there's a book you can just pick up and read. Right. It's or Oracle or, you mm-hmm. know, it's a lot like uh, I think it's called Ostomancy where you throw the bones. You know, I was going to ask you about bone bone magic and workings. Is that something that you do? Uh, I do not, mm-hmm. but I really want to make a set of rooms that are mm-hmm. like deer bones. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, again, with me working for the trash company, I find all kinds of animal parts. Oh, I bet. Or you just on the I, side of the road, fresh that are hit, right? Like you just. I, I will normally, like if I'm able to, st- we're able to stop, I'll take those and just pull them off into the, like I'll pull it off the room just because and, uh, I saw this one thing. I was like, if that was your dog, you wouldn't let it sit on the side of the road. You wouldn't. No, that's respectful. Yeah. And, you know, that goes back to, um, you know, paganism being a very animistic and Mm nature-based religion. Show show that animal some kind of respect by pulling it off and letting it decompose back into nature where it came from. Right. And Um, and even just a circle of life out in nature, you know, somebody that while that you know animal died it will be fuel for another animal oh yeah like the vult- vultures are huge over here in mm-hmm. central louisiana yeah it all matters it's, right there's that balance yeah. with life and everything like it's all every little how no matter how small of an insect or you know animal to how big like it's all needed everybody's needed everybody has their place yes and it's it's really cool um i th- uh, another thing that some people are going to ask about it's like uh, that that I've asked about a lot is uh, mm-hmm. do the Norse have spirit animals? Or oh, yeah, they do. It's but the term that they use is a philgia. Say that one more time. A philgia. 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 Okay. And that is like an animal spirit that was chosen from birth or like from when you were created. That is part of you. Not so much one that's it's assigned to you at birth, you know. Sure, it is part of you. It's going to go through life with you. Yes, and the wisdom of Odin uh, on TikTok, or uh, not TikTok, on YouTube, (laughs) (laughs) they have a podcast. He has a podcast called uh, Fellowship. uh, Or um, sorry, it's the Northern Traditions. Oh, okay, okay. And it it was formerly known as the Folk Podcast, but Jacob and the other community leaders had such a big community that they became a 501c3 oh goodness which is amazing that just shows you the energy then like what like it just snowballed on them probably uh so yeah they started around covid when i found them so a little bit mm-hmm. before that mm-hmm. um and while we're talking i'm gonna try and find the episode right on uh of their podcast that where they talk about philia okay perfect um, and um but so there are ways that you can find out what your philia are um, that they talk about. But what I did was being me. <laughs> I was on the back of a truck. Oh, yeah. Okay, I found it. It's okay, wait, episode, it? it's uh, the the Northern Traditions podcast. Okay. Episode forty eight. 
It's called Finding Your Philgia. That's it. Okay, so what I'll do is I'll put that actual link in in the show notes too. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and they talk about, you know, ways of finding it. But what I did was. Yeah. I was out in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And I was at a stop taking a 15. Mm-hmm. And I, I was sitting there and I was like, you know what, guides, spirit guides, um, anyone who's listening, I want to know what my Philkia is. You Whatever specifically the- asked it. I specifically vote like out loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, I don't care if it's a if it's a stuffed animal, a, yep. a, a poster, a skull, anything. I, I just want to know. Right. And sure enough, I, I cannot make this up. The next stop we went to, there's a massive cow skull sitting on top of the uh, the trash can. You're kidding. Dead serious. And it was the biggest rush i've ever gotten like of chills all over my body yeah that gives me goosebumps thinking of it that so literally the that the you said you asked the next stop there it is yeah mm. and the, the the thing that's even crazier about it is that i have five cows living outside my house that i take care of mm-hmm. and a donkey oh a donkey <laughs> those guys are so cute <laughs> yeah um, yeah but but it's one of those it's like i would have never thought no. A cow was my Philgia. Um, and when you, if you listen to the episode, Jacob talks about how, you know, he did something kind of similar and his Philgia was a turkey. That is awesome. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, so for those of you who are like, oh, well, I wonder what mine is, don't be shocked whenever you get a pigeon. <laughs> you got to be open. <laughs> or, or a turkey. Yeah. Because oh I mean, I could have got, I, you know, I could have found a picture of a sloth and, I, <laughs> and you know, or some, something of the sorts, but there it was massive cow skull and pulled it out, started looking and the next stop, Unbelievable. I, found, I found a cow spine, like a what, spine. The, the one after that, the, the one after that. Yeah. What? Yeah. If I had room in the truck, I would have taken that too, oh. but I've got the cow skull that I found in my front yard. You still have it, yeah. Mm-hmm. This was like last month. Man, you're a busy guy. You got a lot going on. I do. Um... You got a lot. <laughs> do I have one tarot deck, but I've got an animal oracle deck as well. And mm-hmm. you, know, you get, of course, you pull some of the, you know, you get the coyote or you get something that's the glamorous. For the longest time, I kid you not, I kept getting the chameleon and it started mm-hmm. pissing me off. And I was like, you know, like there's some things you look, you're like, I don't want that. That's not. <laughs> yeah like, like why do i want this thing i don't I don't, yeah. I don't but then you read it and you're like okay there's something here i'm supposed to be doing there's something here that just keeps i'm yeah. not doing it so i keep pulling the same card and it's frustrating but i've got to just take take a step back and say you know it is so whatever whatever your animal ends up being it's for a reason yeah and uh so i started doing a lot of research i'm still doing mm-hmm. research on like what the cat like the the cow or the bull represents uh, yeah and a lot of it is is it, it is very much who i am and i started showing my wife all the stuff i found and she was like yeah yeah that makes sense do you want me to look at my oracle deck and see if there's a cow and what it says yeah that'd be okay. awesome yeah hold on a second yep there is cow spirit page 46 let me see what it says okay now this is for my oracle deck um, which is an animal, the spirit animal oracle. 
Mm -hmm. spirit is the miracles are endless. It says you are at a beautiful point in your life today for your needs are being met effortlessly and in so many ways. Fully embrace the truth by focusing on all you have right now, including the positive relationships that sustain you, the work you're proud to do to contribute to the world and the activities that inspire you and nourish your soul. Cow spirit nudges you to pay attention because this is the perfect time to focus on the choices, actions, and behaviors that you know feed your soul and bring your heart contentment. Wow. All right. Goosebumps. Uh, really? Yeah. You're on a path right now, especially if you're getting nudged to start something up in your area through, I mean, you've got, you got some stuff going here. Yeah. Uh, I think they're telling me that they have like 50 to a hundred like people who have came to them are like already like, well, like before I went to them, it was like, Hey, Oh yeah. I want to do this. And they're like, yeah, we, we have like confirmed on base somewhere oh. between 50 and a hundred. And I kid you, you not, the, oh my God. The, I kid you not, the, the head chaplain yeah, was like, yeah, well, I've been trying for the last six months to find any okay. information to help these guys out, but I can't find anything. You are right where you're supposed to be. Exactly. And just for the fact that they're like, yeah, this is, um, this is what we needed. We need someone like you to come in and help us learn because mm -hmm. we want to help them, but we cannot. Right. This isn't their, this isn't their area. Yeah. But it's and yours. I, they are 100% ready to back me with whatever I have planned. How beautiful is that though, right? I mean, to have, it's, like, it doesn't matter what your religion is. It doesn't matter whether you're spiritual or not. Like it, everybody can do what they got to do. And here they're saying, we need your help. Yeah. Like these people who, you know, and it's the irony in it is hilarious mm -hmm. to me that, that these people who all they post is Christian things on their mm -hmm. Facebook are now going to be blasting me all over it and what i'm doing the the my, my liaison that i'm in contact with she's like oh yeah we just got into new fort so fort johnson shirts for the uh rso which is the religious support office sure and she was like yeah we're gonna put pagan padre on it oh for you and you know th they made jokes before i went and met everyone that i was the space viking because that's that was my email and so when that's we awesome. sat down yeah. So when we sat down, they're like, oh, you're the space Viking. And I'm like, well, like, everyone knows me as pagan padre, but yeah. But yes. <laughs> but yeah. Just and think though. I mean, what an amazing, one, how open they must be to be bridging this gap. Right. Mm -hmm. But if you think about it, you know, everybody is so used to saying Christmas when it's really all the Yule stuff that um, everything has been started from. Same with Easter, right? Easter? Really? Not really. So the, the Easter thing is, I didn't learn this so recently, and um, that's like, there's a lot of Easter things that Christians do, like the eggs mm -hmm. and the rabbits. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Of course. It really doesn't. Of course. I um, know. And, and for those who think, oh, well, Christians stole Easter from uh, the goddess uh, Eostere uh -huh. or Ostara. Yep. That, that's not that's not at all what happened. What's your that's take? Just on a it? That's just a coincidence. Um, oh, okay. It, yeah, it's just a coincidence. 
Um, and it, it's one of those things. Paganism, especially Norse, is is a religion of study. So if you don't like studying, this, this is not for you. <laughs> I'm gonna say you have you're gonna have to run like it. <laughs> because you're gonna struggle. I, yeah, I, I struggle with this. And you know, like I was telling you, like let me flip through my book. Right. I've right. got I don't have the best handwriting and that's, <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. But I, I am flipping through this and I'm like, okay, let me find this page. And you know, I've got, this book is so old and I've barely made a dent in it, but I've got like the wheel of the year and yeah. color magic and um, the gods. And I like flip to a random page in the back a while ago and it's like, Oh, the super pink full moon. And I, there's a random flower that's squished in here. God, where'd you get the book from? Uh, Books a million. Love it. Just one of those leather books. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. What's this? The Pink Moon uh, tarot reading, uh, New Moon Taurus, and from 2021. But that, but that's what yeah. I'm saying. When, when you start, you know, for me, like I just follow whatever I'm drawn to at the, at the moment and I'll write mm-hmm. it out as long as possible. And then every time I go to a new subject area, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, that ties back to this and it ties back to this. And it's, you know, like we were talking about with the days of the week and the, you know, or the the seasons and the holidays and the celebrations and like it all, it just all so commingled. It's the colors. It's bit, yeah, <laughs> the <energy>. colors. <laughs> and it's really cool because you know, my wife, um, she's not a very spiritual person. She's like, Yeah, there's something out there. I just I just don't know what it is and I don't sure. really care. Yeah. So she's like, you know, whenever you know, she was crocheting my little pouch for my room that I would wear. I was like, hey, do these specific colors. And she was like, okay, why? So, and I busted out my book. I'm like, well, because of color magic and right. not magic. So that's something that, you know, if you work in the office, you you can put those two together. You know, sure. oh, what's this cool looking little coaster you have? Oh, it's just a coaster I made, but it mm-hmm. could totally be you weaving a spell into that coaster absolutely and the colors that matter or the day that you did it on the mm-hmm. intentions you put into it yes i've got um somebody's going to be helping me with my first ever servitor uh for the office and okay. while this person isn't um pagan or you know like he's got his own it's a it's a client of mine he's mm-hmm. such a protector by nature he is like his whole core is about protecting those you know those people around him so yeah, that, yeah. I just can't imagine a better person to design and work on this servitor for me than to have than than somebody that is that protective to their core. Yeah, you know, and that's really awesome because I'm I resonate with that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I very much speak up for those who like don't think they should say something. You know, yeah, you've got two sides to the to the coin. Once again. Like my wife, for instance, like if you know she orders something they bring out wrong, she's like, "No, it's fine, I'll eat." It. I'm like, "No, you ordered it, and we're gonna get it right." <laughs> yep, I understand. It's yeah, hard. It's your my older son's very much like that. He is a protector of people, and he stands up for everybody. And um, that's a, two amazing qualities to have. Now, is that the one who was on the podcast with you? Yes. Yeah. It okay. Is. Yeah. Yeah. I loved his episode with you. It was. Oh. Yes. Thank you. Um, and when I was listening to it, I'm like, I wonder what my boys are going to have to say, right? You know, growing up with me, it's 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 different when you hear it from somebody else's point of view. Certainly, somebody that's really close to you, 
Mm-hmm. And boy, does it, uh, for me, it was, it sure was validating. And, you know, I know he knows I love him. I, you know, I love both my boys, but gosh, it feels good to hear it say it that in that way, in that manner. Yeah. Yeah. You're the, you're the crazy woo-woo mom. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. It's, you know, my, like I said, you know, my wife and I joke about this because I asked her the day, I was like, did you ever think that we would be, that I would be here? doing this she's like no honestly i didn't think so i thought we were be stuck in a cult isn't that interesting yeah it's it's really interesting and And here you are i mean you've got some amazing stuff coming up i don't know how you're going to manage it all but i know you'll find a way one step at a time right that's that's it okay help me um so i can make good notes and then tag everything in um where can people if they want to learn more about you or reach out to you for anything where can people reach you um, you can reach me on Instagram at pagan padre zero two two zero. Okay. Um, if you, I, I really, I'm not really in any other discord servers other than, uh, the witch Wednesdays sure. discord server where I'm a moderator at. And that's where I reached I, out to you with. Yeah. 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 Uh, I try and do a weekly topic. It's either weekly or bi-weekly. Mm-hmm. Um, so Instagram so is probably the easiest or on the witch Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. And even then, it's like I'll get like I've got a message from Jacob from Alyssa Maboden that I haven't opened in like four hours just because I forgot about it. <laughs> well, it, certainly my audience is going. I'm, I'm guessing <laughs> it's a lot of working people, so um, you know that's I'm sure hours can go by before they would expect something back. It's just how it is. People have have lives, right? Yeah, and I mean, if I get back to you like immediately, it's one of those like I'm probably on like taking a break (laughs) (laughs) or i'm not working that day exactly Um, timing was good (laughs) yeah it's like oh hey look this person they they messaged me let me let me reply oh my gosh Uh, and i try really hard to stay on top of all of this Mm -hmm. Um, but i have notifications turned off for discord because there's so many messages oh i bet i get sent yeah, because I'm in the wisdom of Odin, like they do. Uh, Jacob's got a Patreon exclusive Discord server, and you know, I, it's like five bucks a month. So I just go right. ahead and I don't even see it anymore. It's yeah, and but with that, there's so many amazing people in in that server. But even if you just want to do one time and just reach out and try and mm-hmm. con- and find that community of people who are you know Norse pagans. whatever reason this is what my poll is right now and has been for i would say almost a month it's it's Mm -hmm. just something's drawing me over here and i've always been attracted to certainly for the crows and the ravens with odin and uh, freya with all the the cat rescue and fostering that i do but the whole entity um the whole thing with with the norse uh paganism it's for whatever reason it's calling me and so i'm gonna i'm gonna give it the attention it, it deserves yeah, the the Norse pantheon is it's really cool because there's there's a god out there for everyone. Mm-hmm. And I follow I follow another person um, on Instagram, and they do a um, what is I think it's like uh, a Norse CD you probably didn't know about, and I'm like, oh, that's really cool. It's amazing. Yeah, it's like who is this again? And I go back and I read the edits and I'm like, oh yeah, there's like one line about this God. That, that's oh. that's the amazing thing about being part of a community is somebody's going to say one thing and you're like, ooh, it just sparks something or it adds yes. one more layer to to your knowledge base and, and the history that you're obtaining. And I, I love that energy, that shared energy. 
yeah, it's it's uh, it's awesome that sense of community, especially because like mm-hmm. for those who grew up in Christianity and having that church and you know going to church on Wednesdays and Sundays and whatnot, it's like, hmm, yeah. where's my community at? Right. Well, I know I mentioned uh-huh. it before, and certainly with my interview with uh, Steph that I did, you know, once I gave into it, it and I I really started diving down, you know, more on on this practice that everything I was just reading, I'm like, gosh, I've been doing that forever. I just didn't know what to call it, you know? And it really did bring a sense of like coming home for me of, oh, this is it. I've been doing this forever. Yeah. I've been doing lots of little things. I just didn't know what to call it or say. And, and it just feels like you're all of a sudden surrounded by a lot of people that just make sense. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's like a, it's like a, you have that coming home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, one of the biggest things that I did was I, I kept having this, thing in the back of my mind like oh well you were baptized so you're still a christian Mm -hmm. and i was like oh well i'm just gonna perform an unbaptism i didn't even know you could do that it's a thing it's a thing Um, is it it's a thing that i do (laughs) i tell everyone about it you know what you're gonna start a thing if it isn't one how about that (laughs) yeah that's exactly it um and basically if you're for those of you who hear that they're like well what is that i went outside and got some water from the hose and I poured it on my, and I, I literally said, I yeah. renounce all things Christian, all holds, all ties. I sever yes. them. Yes. And I poured the water over my head. And that's it. That's all and you that needed. And that was it. Uh, that washing myself clean of that, you know, that stain, because, you know, the Christian's thing is like, oh, once you become, uh, once you become baptized, you know, mm-hmm. you get marked and blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, well, I don't want that on me anymore. Right. Plus, it's, you know, I think a lot of stuff is what you give power to. So if, yes. if you'd already cut some of those cords by not giving it the energy and power or your attention and focusing it on where you're supposed to be, that's a big disconnect as well. Yes, definitely. To help us kind of wrap it up, is there anything you can think of specifically for the office that, or did I already ask you that? I don't think so. Just okay. Okay. <laughs> I can't remember. I, I said something about it, but <laughs> this happens to me and this happens to me and Steph every time I record with her. We're down some different tangent. It's like, what? Wait, where were we? You know, oh, hello, I hear somebody. Oh, uh, that's Lonin. Hey. So boys are so much fun. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Mine are just two years apart. So they had a built-in buddy system, you know, growing up, but oh, boys uh, are a lot of energy. Yeah. Uh, Loki definitely was like, Hey, you like chaos, right? I'm like, no, I don't. Oh, I guess no. Here, here's some more. <laughs> do you ever feel actually that brings up a, a question um, for you working with Loki? Do you ever feel like even though Loki might be your main guy, depending on where you are in life, other gods and goddesses may come in and out like as you need them? Is that oh, most definitely? Oh, it's, yeah. It's um, fluid. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like Loki's just my patron, you know, because he, he is a parent of multiple children. Mm-hmm. Right, and not so that that Odin isn't, or you know, with mm-hmm. or any of the other gods who have children aren't, but it's just the fact that Loki has multiple children, and it's like, okay, cool. I I know he's got my back as a parent, right? Um, right. But when I was living in South Carolina last year, uh, I was working out at a kickboxing gym, and then I became a trainer at that gym, oh. and. Every time I went in, uh, I would take my Mjolnir off because it was it was just in the way uh, for mm-hmm. kickboxing. Yeah, for sure. Um, and it was definitely like, okay, cool. I need this extra strength while I'm, while I'm working these hand pads mm-hmm. and whatnot. And 
So I started, you know, giving my energy to Thor. Like, hey, look, I need the extra strength. Oh, I like that. So he, Thor became my quote unquote workout buddy. For the time that you needed him. Yeah. That's perfect. I, I, I do believe in that. Whether, again, whether you're willing to accept the signs as you're getting them. But I do think um, these will come in as you need them and make themselves known. Yes, exactly. Is, what, is there anything else you can think that we need to like record on this? Um, that we didn't uh, talk well, about? Uh, I would say, you know, if you work in the office and mm-hmm. you, you want to be, you know, low key about it, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> low key, sorry. <laughs> Every, no pun intended. Happens, yeah. yeah, no pun intended, <laughs> but it was just there. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Um, I would say the runes would be once you form your connection with them, mm-hmm. I, I would say that would be a good place to start. Um, you know, I my specific wedding ring is my symbol for everything. I put that on every piece of paperwork I have. It's just a part of my signature now. So uh you could do that or you could color magic you, you know mm-hmm. find those colors associations with whatever deity you want whether it be you know black for odin uh just just whatever color that would be mm-hmm. you, you could do that or just if there's fair. an animal even maybe you know that's this <laughs> yeah. with them like the crows with odin I've, I've got crows everywhere at my place of business um, yeah you know uh you could you could bring in the animal associations mm-hmm. um for Odin, you have the ravens, the crows, the wolves. Mm-hmm. Thor, you've got his goats. Freya, you've got the cats and the mm-hmm. boar. Mm-hmm. You could even have a little figurine at your desk, right? Yeah. You yeah. could. Th- yeah, th- you, th- could th- have... you know you know what it represents, yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a little tea light candle when I worked on base mm-hmm. that, you know, I just had out. And I would put a little, like, I would put a little bit of water in it. Oh, and it okay. would just, it would just be there. It'd just be, uh, yeah. You, yeah. So you could have your little, for Loki, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to keep going back to him. Cause I, know. I, lo- <laughs> cause I wonder I why. <laughs> I wonder why. Uh, yeah. You know, you could have like a little snake, a wooden snake on your desk with a right. little, you know, a little shot glass mm-hmm. next to it. And you could put some water in it or, you know, um, apple juice or just something that you find that he likes mm-hmm. and then have that there and you know at the end of the day you can just take it and, and toss it out into nature you could even use something like that for like flowers on your desk even if it's just like a flower you know a tiny little shot glass can hold one single flower that might be you know tied into them like you were saying with the um daisies right and freya or yeah. you could yes, do something yes. like that too mm-hmm. yes exactly um or like if I had a snack cake, I would take a piece of it and I would put it, uh, you know, I'd put that in that cup. And at the end of the day, I would, you know, I would dispose of it. Yeah. Well, thank you. This has just been amazing. This is so much information. And if somebody is just starting out, your best advice is going to be just start reading up on it. Get your history done. Yes. Yes, okay. definitely. Uh, if you don't like reading, um, start liking to read. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> That's our most powerful uh, starting point, right? Is education. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, I appreciate your time. I know how valuable it is. And I know how busy you are. I am really excited to see what you've got going and some future posts. I know you've got your your hands full, but boy, is it all good stuff. Yes. Uh, you know, like I said, like, like we said, uh, there's a lot coming up this year. Um, yes. And I'm really excited to see what 
this year brings. And I'm really excited to share it with everyone because of the fact that it's such a reclaiming right now. It is. It really, you're Um, in a very powerful position. Yes. Uh, And as Uncle Ben says, with great power comes great responsibility. You know, you got it because you're in, you're putting yourself and you're being accepted into a very educational um, position where you're going to be teaching a lot to a lot of people. Yes. Um, One thing that I would have to say Mm -hmm. is um, trigger warning right now. (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) This just slipped my mind and I don't know why. What we got? Norse paganism uh, is in a reclaiming area because of white supremacists and Nazis. Oh. Who, who use our symbols for hate. So I haven't seen that. Where where are we finding that? Where is that happening? It's all over. Um, really? Uh, yes. I actually refuse to go to one route at work because there are like Nazi flags and white supremacist flags all over these people, like all over this neighborhood. And I just refuse to go down there. And they're using some of the Norse symbolism? Yes. Um this is a whole another topic oh for sure Um, but just look up norse paganism in nazis or norse paganism and white supremacists they use the runes in a very obscured way um not at all how it's meant to and i don't know why this just that should have been like one of the first things i said (laughs) that's okay (laughs) hey no that's okay but interesting that something's completely being torn out of content and used for something that's not meant for at all yes Oh, that's too bad. Yes, it is. Um, so if you do, you know, decide to use certain runes or whatnot, mm-hmm. um, just be weary because you will get looks. Oh, sure. Oh, that's too bad. So there is a big reclaiming process going on. Yes, it's it it, it, it is. I it slipped my mind. <laughs> no, yeah, that's. I'm glad we mentioned yeah. it. That's good. Just so people know that when you know if if someone's looking to go down this path like like i am uh, be very mindful of what you're reading and why yes um when you're looking at the meanings of these runes um mm-hmm. you you have to understand that like sometimes runes are used out of hate and nothing boils my blood more than that I bet. Yeah. especially if it's something you're this passionate about to yes. have it be pulled out of content is beyond frustrating yes um and that's just like that was i would say that's the other piece of advice just just okay. be warned that people will be like hey um are, are you with the people in the that wear the white with the hats mm-hmm. or who don't have or who have skinheads mm-hmm. well how 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 important that <laughs> how important that you get to be in an educational position to teach people the right things about this then yes uh, especially Good for you. in this yes especially in this area um mm-hmm. Mm. with that i mean it's from where i live it's like 20 miles north yeah yeah so it's like yeah the fact that it's even this close to me is is wild and disturbing i'm sure oh yes yes um but that that would be like the last thing i would have to say is you know Mm -hmm. when you get these symbols tattooed or you wear them Mm -hmm. just just know that people may ask questions Right. Yeah. And, and you know, when you get tattooed, you're, you're putting stuff out there for everybody to see. So that's, it's, um, you've got that opportunity then if they do ask to give them the right information. Yes. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Um, with this being reclaiming, you, you kind of have to be the educator. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's a big, uh, a big step to take and um, position to take. 
but again, powerful. Yes. Um, you will get the looks and you will get the questions. Mm -hmm. um, just remember that okay. some people just don't know. Right. Well, it's a nice opportunity to correct them then if they have the wrong impression of it. Most definitely. Well, thank you so much for joining me on these two episodes, um, longer episodes. I know I always try to keep it within 30 minutes, but there's no way my crow and raven didn't make it. And there's some other series that there's no way I'm going to stay within 30 minutes, even if I do break the, the episodes up. But this has just been amazing. I, I'm just so thankful for your time. Yeah, no, this was a lot of fun. Uh, I always enjoy talking about this. And, you know, like I said, I've been on Witch Wednesdays, I think, three times now. Oh, and nice. Steph and I, yes, Steph and I always go on a tangent. Um, <laughs> I, I really appreciate, you know, you giving me the time to talk with you and your listeners. Absolutely. And I, I appreciate your listeners listening to me. Uh, this was a, a lot of fun. And I would love, just love to have you back for um, an episode on runes. Yeah, I would love to come back. You know, like I said, I, I'm also a Hecatean priest. So like, mm -hmm. I don't just do the Norse magic and, and right. the Norse pagan stuff. So I, again, I think that's, that's perfect because you're doing whatever is organically naturally coming to you, whatever the calling is. Sometimes we don't have a choice. Like it's just, this is it. Yeah. I, I just try, try and flow with whatever comes with, comes at me. I love it. All right. Well, for everybody, if uh, you can stay on, I did write a poem for uh, today's episode. So I'm going to go grab that and I will be right back. All right. I've got my poem and oh, I don't know if this is going to do justice to the amazing two-part series we just had, but I'm going to give it a shot. All right, here we go. Poetic Edda, prose Edda, what do you have to say? Tell me all your guiding words to start my day today. You talk of the Asir and all their mighty power, Odin, Thor, and Tyr, Loki, Frigg, and Balder. You speak of the Vanir and Freya, whom I adore, her brother Freyr and father Nord, and her strong and faithful boar. The Jontun are the giants that bring the chaos in, and their logic of destruction that balance lives within. Idrisil is everything, everything we hold dear, and though this tree is not immortal, its power still is clear. Within this tree the powers stretch, high and low below, and each nine realm is connected to the energies as they flow. Asgard is on top and home to all the gods. The center of humanity is held in its Midgard. Helheim holds the roots and the underworld, and on the beautiful branches live giants and a squirrel. Poetic Edda, prose Edda, tell me more today. Of Valhalla and Hulkvanger and your mighty warrior's way. Tell me all your guiding words of the poetic old Norse way, the pagan path I'll read and learn and live my life each day. Thank you so much for joining me today um, and on last week's episode. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the topic just as much as I did. So I actually started and finished <laughs> the book in between these two airings um, that Justin recommended, which was uh, Jackson Crawford's book called The Poetic Edda which are stories of the Norse gods, heroes uh, that Jackson uh, translated. 
It takes poems that were written back as early as the ninth century, I believe. Uh, it's definitely a book to read again to help absorb all of the amazing stories, but I thoroughly enjoyed it and learned so much. My next book is The Prose Edda, which um, I believe has the same stories, but kind of in a newer version. I'm equally excited uh, about, about this one. So next week, my podcast is all about Alamas and Lunasa, so we can get ready for our next calendar celebration. I happen to be in a celebrating mode myself a bit this week, um, as it's a birthday week for me, so I've got lots of stuff going on. It's very festive around here right now. Until then, till next week, I hope you have a great rest of this week and weekend, and I'll talk with you next week. Thank you for joining me today at Witchy Work Wishes, a place to find your weekly inspiration for bringing your personal witchcraft practice into your business, work, and office. For more information and additional content, please visit me online at witchyworkwishes.com. If you want to send me a personal note, please email me at info at witchyworkwishes.com. And of course, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook. Just search for Witchy Work Wishes.